Sarah Kaufman Bradstreet is the founder of No More Wasted Days. Sarah leads her alcohol-free challenges with compassion, and when you watch her work, you can tell she truly loves helping other people regain control over their lives as they work through their own alcohol-free challenge. On today's episode, Sarah and I discuss mindset. We also discuss the mindset of a non-drinker. Hey, it's HPG. This is the podcast, Living My Breastless Life, the show where we hear about my journey to heal while battling cancer, being a wife, a toddler mom. We're going to cover all things real life. We learn what it really means to heal no matter what we go through. In season one, you will hear some of my story along with episodes featuring my occasional co-host, Martha and some badass guests. There will be humor, life hacks, tips and tricks, and further proof that truth can be stranger than fiction. So welcome, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad to have you back. I know. I was going to say, I'm like second time. I'm so excited. Yeah. So today, I want to dive right in to mindset. I know that on the weekly calls, we talk a lot about mindset. So tell us about the mindset of a non-drinker. So when I first quit, I had tried multiple times to ditch alcohol and I had tried multiple times and failed and failed really fast. Um, And part of it was that I was in this mindset of if I take away alcohol, it's going to be terrible and I'm not going to have any fun and my life is just going to be terribly boring. So I knew I had to switch that mindset around and I did a few things, but I think one thing that was really unique for me was at the time that I decided to take this break because I went into it thinking I'll do 30 days. That's all I'm going to do. I will be better. And then I'll go back to my drinking life and have it more under control. But when I did it, I was like, okay, if I'm really going to do these 30 days, let's kind of experiment with it and see what's on the other side. And I happened to be listening to the book, Atomic Habits by um, James Clear. And it was a game changer for me. For whatever reason, it happened at the exact right time. And he was talking about the idea of think about somebody who's really into fitness and think about that person and every single thing they do. What do they eat? What do they do for fun? When do they go to bed? What do all their routines look like during the day? And he said, start being that person. So I thought, I'll do that with a non-drinker. I'll picture a non-drinker in my mind. And I really didn't know very many, but I knew a few. And I was like, I will picture what a non-drinker does. And I'll make one up in my mind. And I'm just going to be that person. I was like, I will fake it until I make it type deal. So I really stepped into that. And I think that that was a huge thing. And I tell people a lot have to step into your new mindset of a non-drinker. You're no longer the old version of you. It's your time to reinvent yourself. And we're so lucky to get to do this because you rarely do you get to reinvent yourself in adulthood. It's kind of just like you're on this path and everybody knows what you're doing and where you're going, right? And all of a sudden you get to do this and it's a really fun way to 
create this whole new personality for yourself in a really positive way. And I don't want to say that when you quit drinking, your whole personality changes. It does, but in this super positive way. Yeah, it definitely does. It definitely changes, at least for me, in so many different ways. At first, I took your advice and I used the affirmation, which follows along with mindset, which was simply, I don't drink. Yep. Today, I do not drink. I set my mind to if all I do today is not drink, that is a huge win. And I think each individual person has to get in their own mindset and kind of try on what works for them. But I like your idea of trying on someone else's because it takes the pressure off a little bit. Yeah, you can just kind of pretend you're somebody else. And that's, I was definitely going to talk about affirmations too, because I just wasn't sure if you were ready for me to dive right into affirmations (laughs) or not. (laughs) But you know, I'm a huge believer in affirmations. I do them in multiple areas of my life. I did not believe in them before I quit drinking, but that was one of the things I did on day one. I sat down, I started this journal that I had, and you were supposed to write 10 big dreams for yourself in it. And I had tried to do it, and I couldn't narrow down any of the dreams. And I I sat there looking at this blank page on the journal, and I started bawling. I just like was overwhelmed, wasn't sure what I was going to do. And I just wrote down, I don't drink. And I thought, well, that's a lie. (laughs) If there's ever a bigger lie that I've ever seen. And I was like, I'm just going to write it down. And I'll write it down every single day for 30 days. And every day I'd write down, I do not drink. And then I'd sit in my living room before everyone else was awake. And I would say it out loud in different ways. Like people were asking me, do you want to drink? Oh, no, I don't drink. I would just rehearse Mm -hmm. over and over and over. And it just set the tone for me and it made it easier to tell people I don't drink it made it put a positive power behind it when it really felt scary it made it not as scary to say and I just said it all the time and I had other ones that I would say at different things points during the day where you know I'm stronger than alcohol remember that hangovers suck you'll thank yourself in the morning there were all these little things that I would tell myself throughout the day but I do not drink started every single day and I never really thought about it and I've talked to so many people who have quit drinking and they always say you know make the promise to yourself just for the day no matter what and I was like oh that's what they were talking about (laughs) like I've heard that but I wasn't understanding it and then here I was doing it and I was like okay so I think subconsciously I knew that that's kind of the deal I needed to make with myself each day yeah I think for me like changing the mindset and learning about mindset and after I got booze out of my system, my mind became so much more clear, and I wanted to embrace further healthy, positive practices in my life. Kind of tying back to what you said prior to quitting drinking, you didn't do affirmations, and I did not either. I heard about them. Yeah, I, t- I thought I would do them. I was always like, I'll do that. And I'd do them for a day. And I was like, well, they didn't work. <laughs> like, oh, 
right? right. And this time, for whatever reason, I kept them going and I kept them going. I had multiple ones that I would write down and there was just, that one was my top one because it was the top priority. And then I had all these other little things. And when I go back and look at them, I can go, that one happened, that one happened, still working on Mm -hmm. that one. It's amazing. The power of affirmations, it sounds silly and they can be done in so many ways. And I'm doing more and more research on them all the time. And it's just the power of the positive thought in our mind is huge and we think so many negative thoughts throughout the day when you think about your day today you're thinking oh man i had i had all these issues pop up today but i was always able to come back and think i got this i got this <laughs> like and it's because of that practice all the time it is i think that a lot of people struggle with internal validation and finding the answer that lives within themselves and having a positive mindset or a more healthy mindset and these practices that we're talking about it's like an internal knowing of we've got this like it's going to be okay you know old me when you know the front door locked us in the home and that two-year-old locked herself at the bedroom and slammed the door so hard that the picture fell off (laughs) would have totally been like, oh, I need a glass of wine. You know what? I need a bottle. F that. I need a box. But I was just like, I'm going to walk away. I'm going to breathe. And I'm going to try a different approach. And we were fine. She's in there sleeping. We'll figure out We'll figure it out. It's okay. And because you practice it each day, it's like your brain is able to dive in and go, no, we're going to change the thought pattern quick. I even still do a, like every night I get grumpy. I'm a grumpy mom in the evening. I tell everybody like, leave me alone after 9 p.m. And I really don't like this about myself and I'm working on it. And I've been like, okay, now I've got the conscious choice. And so now I'm going to start working on it and thinking about it at like 5 p.m. and saying, I'm not going to get super grumpy tonight. I'm not going to let the tired win. It's a waste of time. So when it starts to happen now, I'm able to pop in and be like, this is a waste of your time. You've already told yourself that when you're grumpy, it wastes time, it wastes time with your kids, it wastes time with your husband. Choose a different mindset. And does it always work? No, because it's something new to me, but I know it will work. I know that the reprogramming constantly will get me to a better a better mindset even in the evening. Yeah, when I was pretty charged after bedtime with the toddler, I took a shower, you know, in, instead of calling and venting. Yeah. I just took a shower and I felt a lot better. I, speaking of taking a shower, I had a thought in there. It's not revolutionary, but I think it's important. If we can have a mindset of we deserve booze or alcohol after a hard day, a hard workout, a exciting day, we can change our minds to say that we don't. Like, yeah. when you think totally. about mindset, like, it can become so ingrained to be a non drinker, 
just like it was to be a drinker. Mm-hmm. It just takes time and practice. And it totally takes time. And I bet you've found this too. Um, when people now say like, but I just get so stressed. I have to drink. I think to myself, that's why I don't drink. Yes. Because it absolutely does not work. No. And it, t- it took a lot of going over and over and over and trying it every single day and starting to go, okay, it doesn't work. Or, okay, I got through that stressful moment and I didn't drink. And the next day I was able to, one, remember the stressful moment, mm-hmm. not have a, have that blackout day where you're going, I don't even remember what I did last night. And right. you're not hungover. So you can totally either choose to deal with it, see that it wasn't that big of a deal. It's There's just so many things about it where it is like we have the power to change our mind every single day right and it's okay it's okay to change our mind yeah and and try something new i was thinking about in episode nine when we were talking about the 30-day challenge and how people struggle with telling other people and circling back to mindset You can also set your mind not to tell anybody for the first 30 days. You don't have to. It's your life. You get to do, like, you get to make the choices. And I feel like quitting drinking gave me the power to start saying that. Like, I became so much more confident in myself. Uh And I was able to start saying, like, I don't have to tell anybody anything. And I don't have to give a reason why I'm not drinking. And I also changed my mindset to like, heck yeah. Like finally I said, yeah, I'm going to tell people I don't drink because it's the coolest thing I've ever done. It's the best thing I've ever done for myself. And if me telling somebody makes them either go, that's stupid. I don't want to do it. Okay, fine. fine. You're, you're not my, you're not my person then. Or okay, I'm hearing you and I'm open to this idea. Like that's amazing. If I can just share my truth and they, can happen to somebody else. And I know one thing we talk about a lot is visualization. And that's one thing where you always say that you did that as you were starting to go into socializing without drinking. And it's that's another huge mindset piece is visualizing yourself being successful, visualizing yourself telling your friends and that they're supportive. Visualize like you can visualize their outcome. It might not be the outcome, but you can visualize yourself reacting to them being positive. You can visualize yourself reacting to them being negative or questioning. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of power. And if you can visualize it, you actually are training your brain to believe that it already happens like that. So if you just sit and you say, okay, I've got this thing happening this weekend. I have early on in my journey, I had to go to a barbecue. And I was like, oh, this is going to be hard. This is with half the people there are drinkers, half the people aren't. But the person hosting, big drinker, and we liked to drink together. Like, we were fun drinking partners. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to have to tell her. Like, I, I have to say something. So I had to visualize it. I had to be like, okay, I'm going to get to her house. I know I'll get there before everybody else. I know she'll offer me wine. What am I going to say? And I practiced it, and I thought about it, and it all... It all went fine. Did it go flawless? No. Was she supportive? Heck yeah. And it was just like, it was a really cool thing for me to be like, it happened and it was okay and it was fun. And the next day I didn't have a hangover. I didn't think to myself, I shouldn't have driven home. I drank too much. Like it was just empowering instead of feeling like this really scary thing. And I talked to a lot of people and they say, well, it's boring. I went and I hated it. Well, then... (laughs) 
well, then you decided to see the situation in the wrong way. And you have to reframe your mindset. And I know that feels way out there, woo-woo for some people, but it really is our strongest asset that we have. Absolutely. And I think if you go to a social event sober and you hate it, maybe go to another one yeah. and see if you don't hate that. Yeah. It might be the company. Right? Or you, it turns out you might le- not like cornhole because you didn't remember playing it. Then you play <laughs> it, and you're like, this isn't my thing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It frees you up to, like, when people talk about boredom. I don't understand boredom, really, but that's a whole nother <laughs> episode. But when people talk about, like, well, I'm bored, well, you know, being sober gives you the freedom to leave mm-hmm. or you're not intoxicated on your air quotes Sunday fun day so you can go do something and drive a car yep. and not risk getting a DWI. Yeah. So like it's there's like, so much freedom there. When people say, what do you do now that you don't drink? I always, I want to say whatever the hell I want. Like Whatever the <laughs> hell you want. You, build, what, you like, are building a house. Yeah. You have a sober community. We have amazing call every week. But beyond that, you do so you do so much fun it's stuff. Like, do you want to go on a hike? You can. Do you want to go hang out with your family? You can. It's just like I think we get so locked into it. And I was totally guilty with it. I never want people to think like I just stepped into this it was so easy. It wasn't. It took practice. Mm-hmm. But it was like I I felt like the only way to have fun was drinking. Mm-hmm. I totally thought that. Yeah. People said, oh, do you want to come to this thing? And I would be like, oh, you know, I got to drive there. And if I drive there, I'm not going to drink the way I want to drink. And that won't be super fun. So I got to figure out a way to get out of it quick. Mm-hmm. And now I can actually go and have fun or not have fun and know that I'm not having fun. And it's not because I'm not drinking, but right. it's because of the company or the thing we're doing or that like... It just lets you step into your most authentic self. It and really think, does. Yeah. And when you own that and you say, I'm it's not that it's not that I'm bored, it's that I just have to find out who I am, which is the hardest thing to do, kind of learning about who you really are and all of that stuff. But it opens the pathway to figure it out, which is really cool. Let's take a little break and get right back to the show. Feel free to let us know what topics you'd like to see covered in future episodes. Get in touch by heading over to According to HPG on Instagram and be sure to tell your friends about the show. There was a time when I thought I could record edit, and publish everything myself. Seeing as this left me very little time for anything else, I started to lose the standard of quality I was used to. Then I found Jay. In less than a day, the show went from so-so to amazing. Don't sacrifice quality for mediocrity. Check out the podcast mechanic and take your sound to the next level. Connect with Jay today at the Podcast Mechanic on Instagram. Let him know HPG sent you. 
And now, back to the show. It's fun mm-hmm. to learn who you are. It's exciting because it, it, alcohol doesn't define me. And I go to so many different things now that I would have been like, no, when I was a drinker. Because if it doesn't have alcohol, I'm not going. It's, it really limits your experience. It really does. And it's like, like this year, my big thing was I joined a local community choir. I would have never done that as a drinker because the rehearsals at 6.30 at night, I was drinking at 6.30 at night. Right. Like, no thanks. And all the concerts take up a whole weekend. Like, nope. I've got plans. I was going to be, you know, blackout drunk and hungover and then day drinking to recover. To recover. <laughs> now I'm always, mm-hmm. like, now I'm always like, those were my plans. Like, yeah. and I s- literally said no to things because I knew I would be hungover. And now I get to say yes to things or no. Like, it's like I get to make the choice and really go, wow. And I always tell people that this year with that, with joining the choir, is like it really opened my eyes to I was a music teacher for 18 years and I feel like alcohol was the first thing that alcohol took away from me was music I didn't realize it until I did this because I was I was part of a choir and I quit because the concerts were cutting into my drinking time I got tired I got tired of the rehearsing it wasn't that I got tired of the rehearsing it was that I felt like I had other things to do and it's like it was just this amazing thing this year to go, wow, I can't believe that that was the first thing that went. Like the one thing that I, I loved enough to make it my career for 18 years. Right. And now you have the freedom in the mindset to go join a choir. Yeah. And do what you love. Yeah. And just like sing on my land and play instruments. And it's like things I didn't do when I was drinking. Right. That kind of leads me into one of the things I want to give some insight regarding our calls. You know, in No More Wasted Days, we have mm-hmm. weekly calls. And occasionally, I will have a spontaneous call for support for myself or if it's a Saturday or Sunday and I see people struggling in our thread, I've done that just a few times and it's really been awesome. And me and one of the members were talking about the things that you sit around and talk about that you're going to do when you're drinking and how you talk about it. Did you come up with these great, creative, amazing million dollar ideas and you never do with them and then the next night or the next weekend or the next bonfire or the next pool party you're like oh yeah we were gonna make those t-shirts and we were gonna name our band this clever thing that I don't remember because I was blackout or you know you just sit down and you just have the same conversation but there's no action item to do in it yeah. And when I heard one of the community members bring that up, you know, I had been thinking about doing this podcast for a year. Granted, I was battling cancer. I didn't have the bandwidth or capacity yeah. to start a podcast. And I most certainly did not when I was a drinker because that would have been an entire doozy. <laughs> it would have been a disaster. 
for me. But when the community member was talking about that, I didn't say anything out loud, but I was like, I've been thinking about this for so long. And here we are. And I just think the, the nuggets and the wisdom and talk about mindset and the seeds that are planted when you show up with like-minded people with similar goals, mm-hmm. which is cut alcohol out 30 days, forever, one day at a time. And you're having these conversations and the seeds are planted. You don't know how you're going to change somebody's life. And that's the shit that makes the sunrise. And that's why community is so important and helping others and being in safe places to just talk. One of the things I love about our calls is there's not a lot of commiseration. It's very positive. It's very very real. And it's authentic. But it's just positive conversation about things like mindset. For example, last Saturday's call about morning routine. That was so helpful. And now we're on this meditation challenge for folks who wanted to join, of course. And I'm excited about meditating. If you would have asked me four years ago, hey, would you meditate? I've been like, absolutely not. I'm not doing that. Right. Number one, in the evening, I would have probably been tipsy. Mm-hmm. Number two, in the morning, I would have been hungover. And I would have just been symptom managing, trying to act like I wasn't. Yep. So there's just a lot of cool stuff that goes on in the No More Wasted Days community. It's not just like there's a tear in my LaCroix. I'm quoting yeah. an old country song a, and replacing tear yeah. <laughs> for LaCroix. But, you know, there's just a lot of good stuff that goes there on is. in there. Well, and it's amazing when you see, it's hard to tell people, you know, if you quit drinking, it's going to change your life because it's hard to see past that one thing. And for me, all I wanted, I didn't want to be hungover anymore. I didn't want to tell my kids I wasn't going to do a a yard game with them. I have this one memory that always pops out for me is that my son asked me to play ladder ball with him. And I said, just let me finish my beer. But I just want to sit here and drink my beer. It's like a beer drinking game. You can hold a beer and throw the ladder ball. It's like... And I look back at that and I'm like, oh my God. And he actually said, all you ever want to do is drink your beer. And he was like seven, really little. And I was just like, oh my God. But I kept drinking. It wasn't enough. That wasn't enough. But that's one of those standout points for me. And that's all I wanted to change. That's all I wanted to change was I wanted to start wanting more than alcohol in my life. And I wanted to stop hangovers. And then what happened was my whole life changed. And I wouldn't have thought that would happen. And it's hard to tell people, do this and your life's going to change. <laughs> but that's why I always tell people, start with 30 days. Start with five days if that's what you need to do. Do five days one time and then the next day do 10 days. But go into it with the idea that you can change and that you can do the mindset work 
and you can make it happen. Because even meditation, when you were talking about that, I always said I couldn't do it because my mind goes a mile mm-hmm. a minute. I couldn't sit still and not think. And I'm like, well, that's the, that's the whole point. Right. That's, the, that's the whole reason I needed to meditate. And now I can, I know, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I think you had said that too. Like I used to say I couldn't do it because I can't, I can't, I can't think concentrate. straight. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, neither can I. That's not a lot of people. That's the point. Right? To settle our brain so we can. And it is, it is like, I started doing that and it's like, oh, it's working. I started doing the affirmations. It's working. I started doing the gratitudes. It's working. Like, I think it's those little pieces that start snowballing that we were never even able to do because we were hungover. We were drinking. We had other priorities. Right. Now we've got the the important step today. Yeah, now we've got a lot of important work to do (laughs) and it feels good. It does. So tell us how to find you and no more wasted things. I post regularly on Instagram and TikTok, and both of them are no more wasted days with an underscore between each word. So no underscore, more underscore, wasted underscore days. And then I also have a YouTube channel with um, a few episodes on there, and I'm working. That's one of my goals this year to do a lot more because I love doing videos and communicating more long-form content to people. And then I also have my... um, I'll, I'll share with you my 10 mantras link since we were talking about affirmations because I think a lot of people overthink the idea of affirmations and I have 10 mantras that people can grab for free and download them and they even have a little thing that goes right on your phone or picture that can be the background of your phone so you can look down and see your non-drinking mantras really fast each time you flip it on. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode of Living My Breastless Life. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please leave a review, download, and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Go get your mammograms.